We all hate paying for something that we don't physically see because we live in a world where instant gratification, spending money and seeing something for it today is part of how we think. Hold on to that thought, I want to try something. If we don't like paying for insurance, why do we pay so much for the different types of insurance and keep getting told that we need more? And now somewhere along the line we are told that it's only good to have insurance if we get something back for it and now that's the new way we look at it. And we'd never ever question why we're paying so much for these expensive versions for the rest of our lives, innit? Nah, it's not working out, love. Please give me the normal one. Thanks, I appreciate it. Well, that's exactly the point of what we do here together on this channel, guys. Fill in the why in your journey to financial freedom. Four things to do to save money on insurance. Up next. Hey guys, welcome back to Money Talks with Mina Bill Khan, where we start a real conversation about money, keep it effective and have some fun, all for you to build the right mindsets, habits and education in your journey to financial freedom. So in order to save money on insurance, we first have to understand what we need and why, so that we can save money on the things that we don't need. And if insurance is there to protect us from financial loss in the event something happens, doesn't it make sense that we need to protect our most important assets first? So here's a question. What is the most important asset in your life today? Our house, our car, our extremely expensive cell phone, perhaps our business. Well, if you answered any of those, you are absolutely wrong. Rule number one in insurance, always understand the value of your assets so that you can make a plan to ensure the most important ones first. And the most important asset that you have today is, here's a hint, who pays for the insurance? Yes, it's you, your beautiful ability to think and act so that you can sell your time for money, sell a service for money, or sell anything for money that will buy you the house, the car, run a business, feed a family, fund an education, and get everything that you dream of in your life. Who's gonna pay for it? That's you. So what happens if you lose the ability to make money? What replaces that income? So if you lose your income and you have income generating assets that can allow you to continue to live and do other things in life, then you don't need insurance. Well, you might still need it then to cover things like estate taxes and general costs in transferring your wealth or leaving a legacy but that's a different topic and at least your assets will pay for that insurance. But the reality is that most people don't have those assets or enough assets in their first or second life stage to be in the position to not have insurance. If you have some investments for goals and you lose your income, your goals are lost too. Everything you want to achieve becomes available just to live on, so it makes sense to rather protect your biggest asset first. So we have the why and now onto the how you set up your personal insurance properly so that you protect your income and don't waste money. There are three main events that you can lose your income from. Death, disability or impairment or severe illness. And so your policy amount or savings provisions must be able to replace your income loss in each event for as long as you won't have income for. In the event you're no longer around, common provisions money is needed for are to cover debts, cost of death, which is outstanding taxes and duties in your estate, sale of a business for continuity, lifestyle adjustments for the family, funding the family's goals, education, lifestyle and so on, paying for professional help to manage the above things, funding a legacy, 
hiring help for the people that you leave behind. In the event that you are still around but can't earn an income, common provisions money is needed for are to cover your expenses going forward, adjustments to lifestyle, sale of business for continuity, funding goals you still want to achieve, loss of income from temporary or permanent unemployment, and again hiring help. In the event you are still around but can't earn an income because of sickness, common provisions money is needed for are to cover medical bills out of hospital, in-hospital expenses are covered by most hospital plans and gap cover, adjustments to lifestyle, loss of income from temporary or permanent unemployment, funding goals you still want to achieve, and hiring help. Now with that in mind, let's address some logic so that you can set up your personal insurance properly and save some money on it. Here are four things. Number one, understand the numbers you are insuring for. So first things first, you have to look past the bells and whistles and free stuff that you get when taking out a policy, when insuring the things that matter to you most, because think about it logically. You are not getting that stuff for free, you are paying for it somewhere else. Now, if you're getting solid advice and you are paying a fee for that, then that's fair. Now, if you're buying a product with free stuff and it works for you, then that's good. But remember that many people are wasting a ton of money on things that make you forget why you are buying insurance in the first place. And if free stuff actually works for you, then that's okay too. But always remember that free things generally come with a if you keep this for a certain period of time clause. So keep it simple and straightforward, guys, because if you do your insurance and financial planning properly, you will have assets that will be able to back yourself and you'll need less insurance later on. And just be prepared that if you need to forfeit that free stuff and all your cool benefits later, then you're okay with that because it was never included in the why you did it in the first place. So let's move on to number two. Don't have any gaps. So once you have all the numbers sorted out, you now need to make sure you don't have any gaps and make sure that the benefits that you have chosen on your policy aren't limiting you in terms of what you can claim for. For example, a famous one is disability. Many people think that disability is the same everywhere, but there actually are two definitions, disability and impairment. Now, occupational disability, as people mostly think, is if I can't do my job, then somebody's gonna pay me. Or if I lose legs, somebody's gonna pay me. And that's a classic example in the industry when somebody loses two legs and they only have occupational disability. They can pitch up to work without two legs and so is there really a claim? It's important to know how your policy or its benefits are set up so that you don't have any issues or any gaps in the cover that you've bought. Always get the best versions of the benefit that you are buying or ask and find out what the best ones are and if you can afford to take them because it's not nice to have gaps or have certain benefits fall away at some sort of age that has just been set that way to save you on price. Unfortunately, these things are out there and there's always a specific place and time for using those types of benefits. Think about it this way. If a benefit on your policy falls away at age 65 and you don't know why, or you ask the question or put yourself in the scenario, at retirement, if you need to protect your retirement income and that benefit falls away, you need to reapply for it and that's gonna cost you a ton of money to just get that benefit back. It was all in the structure of how you took it out in the first place. And you can see that all of this can get really complicated. So it's important to work with a professional that helps you understand what you are doing and how you can claim for certain things in each scenario. 
And if you're happy with that and the risks are covered, then go ahead and feel happy about it because that's what's gonna save you money in the long run. So let's move on to point number three, premium pattern. So you might not be able to afford covering everything today, but that's why different premium patterns exist so that you can manage your risk and what you're paying today properly. There are many ways the amount of money you pay increases every year towards your policy, but I want to focus on premiums that increase with age because they are the most commonly bought because they are cheaper for a good few years, but there is always going to be a time in the future when that price will get more expensive than a level premium pattern, which was more expensive to purchase when you first took out the policy. Now, age-linked premium patterns are not a bad thing. They're actually a very good thing when affordability is an issue, but you have to have a plan to deal with them later on in life and be aware if you weren't told about these things or if you did not consider them yourself, because it's hugely important if you do not care about your insurance or understanding it, there will come a point in time in life when you wonder why your insurance premiums are getting very, very expensive. And at that point in time, if you don't understand why you're managing your risk in the first place, you are going to make an emotional decision and take on that risk by canceling or losing your entire purpose of insurance. So on to point number four, review to build your understanding and strategy. Now, whether you do your planning by yourself or you work with a professional, always remember that you are responsible for your financial freedom and always seek to build, learn and understand along the way and participate with your advisor. Make sure you revise points one to three of this video every single time things change in your life because your insurance does have a why. And if you plan properly, there will come a point in time when you don't need to spend so much money on it. And having no time is not an excuse, guys. Just a simple phone call or Skype meeting can go very fine building your level of habits, understanding and participation in the most important parts of your financial plan. Thinking this way applies to all of your insurance guys, be it car, household, etc. And remember that the more you understand, the more you'll be resistant to standard sales, the more you'll appreciate the true value of advice and the more money you'll save on insurance in your journey to financial freedom. And on that note, thanks for watching guys. I hope you enjoyed this topic and it helped in your perspective towards things that we commonly do but don't feel the need to understand sometimes. And like, subscribe and share this video. Let me know what you thought about this video in the comments below. Click on the bell notification so you never miss a video and I'll catch you guys in the next one.